0: Hey friends and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica, I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife.
1: And I'm Joe, I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together we run several successful farm and ag businesses.
0: Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. Hello party people! We are back for episode 7 of the Full Disclosure Farming podcast. I am Erica, this Hi. is Joe, and we are here ready to rock. What's happening on the farm this week, Data?
1: Well, we tried to combine some corn, and it was 28%, so that's not going to do. So we're washing some equipment, we weaned calves. Me and my wife processed the whole herd, vaccinated worm, in like 11 hours one day. You cried twice, and I lost my brain twice. Yeah, but I mean that's standard procedure. Yeah. Done with soybeans, 40 bushel average, dog shit. And we are headed to uh, Missouri Leave for Friday. deer hunting and being away from the, the farm. Because that's okay, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to go away.
0: Uh, referencing <clears throat> back to our last episode where we talked about mental health matters. That's a big part of it, you guys, is taking time away for yourself. So that's what we're going to do. Farmer Joe is going hunting. Whitetail and Duck. Ducks. I am going Ranch Touring, Herbster Angus, Birgo Angus, and OCC, I believe.
1: I got a nice eight point on Monday. Oh. Yeah, big old, pretty damn good buck. I mean, you got to realize in New York that like a 110-inch buck is a slammer. My biggest buck of all time is a 137. I'm hoping to fix that sometime between
0: now and when (laughs) you hear this.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping when you actually hear this, there is a large Missouri buck
0: on the ground. Well, our topic for this week is branding 101 and not the kind that you do with cattle. Business branding 101. Um, We feel qualified to speak on this because we took over a business, changed the name, rebranded it. Pretty much completely, and now carry and manage a successful brand.
1: Which really, that was only born three years ago. Yankee? Yeah. Yeah. So let's tell about the story about where Yankee came from.
0: Sure. An origination story always makes naming something easier. Like if you sit down at your desk and you're like, what am I going to call this? You might just end up pulling your hair out. Sometimes it just it naturally and organically just comes about.
1: When we first started buying registered cattle and buying bulls and fucking around, whatever, Erica and I had had a really good relationship with the Hua Cattle Company in Colorado. And I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast. We had a, a credit in one of their bull sales and she's online. And I remember the day it was cold and snowing and she's online, you know, watching these bulls and finally gets down to this bull hooch who we bought. And I mean, he he was the best bull we've ever had on this farm. I think I would say. So Erica's bidding, bidding, bidding. She gets it bought, and and the auctioneer is like, "All right," and that one went to New York. And he like stumbled, and he's like, "New York!" I do not
0: even think them Yankees
1: had cattle out there, you know. <laughs> and we never thought a word about it. Yeah, Funny, we laughed,
0: but it was just kind of you whatever.
1: know. And and then it it uh several times we were picking up cattle and wherever. An when, Angus, Angus convention, convention. A lot of times. You know it would be like I didn't you know when they, we were constantly this Yankee thing. Yeah
0: they're like where are y'all from? We're they're, like oh New York. They're, they're like "Ah, like, oh, you're Yankees.
1: You know laughing about it and I I don't know I think I said like what about Yankee beef and it was like bam done. You know it was just yeah. like it was just it wasn't forced. It wasn't it was so organic and so just natural and now like, it's a fucking staple. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: for people that don't know us, because if you only know Full Disclosure Farming Podcast and you don't know mm-hmm. us, our business is called Yankee Beef, and Yankee Angus is our registered entity. So, that's where the Yankee Farmers came from, mm-hmm. Mrs. Yankee Farmer. That's It all stemmed from that. So, Yankee Beef is our business, and that's the brand we're going to speak One about. One
1: thing, too, that... Was sheer luck was that right after we made Yankee Beef, Yellowstone came the out. The show. The show when we put our brand out, which is.
0: It's similar. It's like a cursive Y that like leads right into the B.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so Yellowstone. And, and, yeah,
0: it's very. And I mean, it's, it's not super similar, but it's close enough it's, for non-cattle people.
1: Right, and I mean, we got sweatshirt orders out of people just because, like, the like, oh, send us that because we like, you know, it looks, yeah, like, it looks Yellowstone. like Yellowstone. You know what I mean? All the people that run around with, like, Yellowstone on their truck, like, you know, and are, like, real, I, I want to put them in a, a pen with a really ma- mean mama cow. Because, like, everybody's ripped now, right? Like, everybody's ripped yes. or everybody's.
0: Well, it's a fantasy.
1: Yeah, it's I fine. I mean, even
0: for the men. Like, it's that they wish that they, yeah, they like, aspire that to be him. Yeah, it's a man. fantasy, though. Um, The first step is creating the brand. And so whether you know it or not and whether you like it or not, you already have a brand. As a human every individual person has a brand it's basically it's your reputation how you tre- and your last name yeah who you are how you treat people how you act all of that goes into your brand your perception in the community is your brand so a lot of farms inherently operate off of the last name some choose not to and they make an actual name for the farm and I think it can be successful both ways if your name carries a questionable reputation, then maybe you'd not use that.
1: I think that one of the biggest things that to not use your last name is that regardless of what you think, your farm or business is likely to be sold someday. If it's your last name is Ukelbacher or something, you know, I mean,
0: yeah, it's, it's not
1: easily, so now we're no, changing names. And if John
0: Smith buys it, he's no longer interested in Ukelbacher Farm. Having an entity that is its own thing and is not your name, there are some, like, business advantages, I think, in the long And term. I
1: think that also, like, with our business, if we don't, you know, if, if Jay or Stevie or whoever, one of the, somebody doesn't carry it on, I mean, I think that anybody could walk in here and they already, I mean, half of our customers wouldn't know that it changed ownership for no. the beef thing. I mean, you're, you're really, like... Close with all of them. But I'm saying in 20 years. You know, and if in 20 years we're doing 400 yeah. head of freezer beef, I mean, you're not going to have the intimate relationship with our customers that you have. And they're still going to be, I mean, the loyalty to it. I feel like loyal customers.
0: If you have a good brand and that encompasses good customer service and a good product, yes, you will find very loyal people. hmm The thing I think that's important to note when you're creating a brand is that it's how other people see you. Mm -hmm. It's not how you see you. Yep. It's not what you want it to be. It's what other people think it is. I
1: think that with that being said, our brand and our reputation, I'm honest enough to, you know damn well I'm not playing no bullshit. I'm not going and buying cattle. At 1,500 pounds and taking them to the butcher and just saying they're mine, pretending yeah. they're ours. Our customers know full well.
0: We've literally staked our whole name, Full Disclosure Farming. We've always said we're the Full Disclosure Farmers. It's like the tagline on our website. Like Honesty has always been, our, our, bills. been our bit. And we're transparent. We're on social media telling people what we're doing all the time.
1: And with all of that being said, I think there's a lot of comfort in our customers when they're like, that's Joe, and he tells you what's on his mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it makes you, I hate the word authentic because it's overused on social media. Like, be authentic, be yourself. But, like, really, truly, it makes you reliable when you're consistently the same guy. When my customers text me, because that's my preferred method for all of my peeps. nobody wants to talk to nobody. No. The consistency in my verbiage, language that I use, you know, all that stuff is like, I've never met half of these people, but I bet they could probably describe me fairly well. So just a quick note, if you're creating a brand from scratch, here's a couple tips. It needs to be easy to say, simple to spell, and not super hard to find. Your brand should be recognizable, memorable. That was kind of what sold us on the Yankee thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, it just flowed, right? It was like, oh, that's catchy. I like it. Someone, people will be able to remember Mm -hmm. that. This is an example uh, that I heard somewhere that really resonated with me. And I'm super not like shooting shots. Windy Hill Cattle Company. Cresty Knoll. You know, like, yes, it paints a beautiful picture but it's also vague. It's you funny. could probably find like a breezy hill something in every fi- every of the fifty states.
1: That's no shade on Breezy Hill dairy. But, like, <laughs> we really like them. One of my favorite dairies.
0: Truly, really, like I'm not shooting shots. I'm just saying if you're starting from scratch, making yes. it individual whilst difficult, I think is worthwhile.
1: Now our big thing is is like people know us by oh my god, the Yankee Beef. You know, oh my god the- People in Western New York know Yankee beef. Like, they know it. Like, it's it's like a fucking... And I mean, we're at this weird place in our business where we either need to get smaller or get incredibly bigger. There's a hair in my drink. There's hair in everything. Yeah. No kidding. There's a peanut in my drink.
0: There was a hair in your egg muffin this morning.
1: Yeah, we paid for those, so that's weird.
0: No, I made those. It was my hair.
1: I thought you bought it from that lady.
0: No, I made those. I made it when I made the quiche.
1: Oh, I feel better about that. Good thing I you
0: remember. ate it, and you thought it was someone else's hair.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, oh, bye Real quick.
0: Does it make it snappy? Don't Your you give me that butthole gap. story. All right,
1: so I listed our four wheeler on on uh, Facebook Marketplace, and I li- it's a piece of shit. It's really been just it's a road hard Super put away. But, like I put it on there, but I said if you say to me because fucking Marketplace, if this is a, is this available, I'm gonna send you a picture of a hairy butthole, and then. People sent, is this available? And I sent pictures back of a hairy butthole, not mine. So anyhow, 40, we're up to 46 people have seen the hairy butthole, and I, a good 40 of them thought it was funny as shit. So yeah. that's all it's. About.
0: Okay, step two, own the brand and refine the brand. So that includes... Creating a logo, you know, if you need colors or fonts or however far you want to take it, your branding, right? Like if you're selling a product, your packaging, um, that's not really a thing for us. But the consistency, what?
1: Maple syrup woman. Oh, I forgot. She just forgot that we do maple syrup. I'm saying this loudly into the microphone. She forgot.
0: Consistency is key. That's what I want to say here. None of this stuff happens overnight. Yes, Yankee Beef is a very young business, but it was, it was a rebrand. It wasn't something brand new that we created. We had changed from a prior name. You know, we had yeah. a fair bit of... Um, I had already built the Facebook page on that name. We oh, had a fair bit of customers. So freaking
1: miserable. Uh,
0: under that name. So it, it technically was a rebrand.
1: So, And we'll put a little, just a real quick like family aspect in this. Because we got some shit when we did this. Oh
0: God, people were so upset people when we changed People fucking
1: laid an egg. This farm was sci View Farms. Okay, Siler's View. Our last
0: name is Siler. So it was Siler View, View. but... It was like...
1: But, so they made them like two words have creme. sex, right? Yeah. But then the view part had sex, and it was weird. because it, it was it spelled ended wrong. V-U-E. S-I-V-U-E. So people would call and be like,
0: Hi, is this Joe from Cebu Farms? Cebu Sibu. Sibu,
1: or Sibu, or, or it was never Sibu. Never Sci-Vu. Sci-Vu. And, never. And so we're like, Fuck! This yeah. does not like, work, this is dog you know. Shit. I hate this. So like, we hated it, and she dealt with it for a while. Right, even like, just
0: trying to spell it, and it right. was just like, oh, look and us then, up it's Sideview Farms, and then you know, like, you know how you like meet someone in an elevator, and they're like, oh, I'll look you up, and like you're like, oh, Yankee Beef, and then we're like, oh, Sideview Farms, like this is how you spell right. it, and like no. So
1: Then we had Clay Odin from YRK and Clay and Liz come.
0: They broadcasted. And from they broadcasted their their from our, our barn, barn, and they
1: literally. Like, we didn't get shit out of that because I think they, like. No
0: one could find it.
1: There wasn't, like, hyphens and all the shit above it. You know, whatever. Last year, we got all horny in the sugar house. And so, our sugar house, our sugar maple business, was named Siler's Sugar Shanty.
0: Which the sugar shanty thing is super normal for this region. Right. But it's a regional term. People who don't understand the process of make, making syrup or live in an area where people make maple syrup, they're like, What the fuck is a sugar shanty?
1: Well, number one, shanty. All right.
0: Implies when I feel small and dirty and wet mm, and dark and
1: that's what I to me it's methy. Methy. Like meth. Oh, my. You know, meth shack. Yeah,
0: it's just like, it doesn't it's imply. Like a shack. Sugar yeah. shack. Yeah. Was and it, I mean, it, in, in
1: 19 like fucking 15. It
0: was a shanty. Sugar.
1: W- or they, a shack. But then, but then the, the, the next problem with it was, and me and my dad had a, when we changed it to Yankee Maple, he was on board. Yeah. He, he agreed. Um, because he's like, when they made Siler sugar shanty. He's like nobody fucking knows what sh- what we're making. Yes, sugar. they're
0: like sugar. You make sugar. You know, I mean, no, but you know, old timey maple guys call it sugaring.
1: Right, you go, you you sugaring But yet, if you're or, not uh, from
0: here, you wouldn't know that.
1: Or uh, uh, you 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 know you make you make any sugar yet? You know, and it's like I would like to maybe bring that back a little bit because I like the the term we're gonna be sugaring tonight. Yeah. That's a fun term. Yeah, it right? It's kind cute. of a sexy but term. But anyway,
0: it's Yankee Maple now. So
1: it's now it's Yankee Maple. Yeah. I remember like as a kid, that was a big thing. How'd you make out sugar in this year? Hmm. You know, like it was, and now just bringing it nostalgia? back.
0: Nostalgia? Yeah, feeling, a little
1: bit man? of nostalgia. You know yeah. when, you know, I mean? Me and my dad, sugar in has been the root of this business, be it good or bad.
0: So, here's a funny story about the Yankee thing. So, like a year ago, I don't know who we were talking to, but someone asked our son, JJ. They said, oh, and what's your last name, JJ? And he said, Yankee. Like, how cute is that? But truly, like, we live this brand so hard that he thought his name was Yankee.
1: So, actually, and I got to, Matt, if you listen to this, they bring us vests from... I got a Corteva seed consultant's vest. Don't bring me that because I'm not going to wear it because I have to promote my brand.
0: Right. Our coats we wear are going to have we YB. Ha- we in have
1: them. coats and vests and we have hats and we have cups. And I want to, uh, we leave our cups everywhere. And, you know, people steal them. And, you know, people are like, what the fuck is this YB thing? You know, and, and
0: suddenly it's in their car.
1: We have literally paid bills with just just this brand. I mean, yeah. this brand is everywhere.
0: Like uh, both of our nice trucks, well, even our farm equipment, all has the logo on it. And my
1: work truck doesn't.
0: No, fuck that.
1: Practice road rage in my work truck. Yeah. So I can flip people off and swerve at them and do yeah. whatever I want in my work truck because it doesn't say anything. Right?
0: Because we've ma- I made it clear that there will be no road rage in the Yankee Beef trucks party, people. That's inappropriate. One hundred and one.
1: But my work truck.
0: Have have a ball, oh, tell him the beaver story,
1: all right, so I'm coming down the road and I make I see this guy coming over the hill at a slow rate of speed. I make a left in
0: front of him in yeah. front
1: of him, and I had plenty enough time, you guys, okay, because when I make the turn, the foot's right yeah. to the boards, you know,
0: speedy Gonzalez,
1: so I pull in my driveway, and this guy, clearly when I pulled in front of him, notably sped up to see how close he could get to me to like.
0: Get out of my way! You know
1: to like be tough guy, so I go to pull in my driveway and he's right on my ass, and he's like yelling at me and don't fucking yell at me. So I put my truck in park and I got out and I'm like, why don't you get out and we'll fucking have a conversation? He's like, I was in my Yankee Beef truck. He's like, take it easy, beaver. And he just said this. <laughs> and he to he me called him and I'm a beaver. Like, and I called him a beaver. Yeah, so now I'm not allowed to. Get aggressive in any of the Yankee beef trucks.
0: Step number three is promoting the brand. Uh, Something important to note, you need to promote your brand to the proper audience, okay? Mm. Some people, no matter how cool you are, how good you... Some people say
1: you can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) No matter how quality your product is, no matter how nice you are, blah, 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 blah. There are just some people are just not going to be on your team. And that's okay. There's a lot of other people that would be happy to be on your team. So find the right people and then focus on them.
1: Here's what you have to understand about the people that aren't on your team, though. The more people that are on your team, the less people that are not on your team. And I mean that in the respect that there's people that it will like silently hate you and then all oh, at once you become a thing, which yeah. we did.
0: And then they're in a minority and, then it's and they're like over. Oh.
1: It's on my TikTok about I had like the worst day ever where I the soybeans spilled all over the place and the chain and whatever. And I told the story because I'm like, guys, like look at how big of a fuck up I am. And they're all like, "Oh my God! Can you imagine this kid just told us about all this shit he just fucked up. Tell everybody what, what's right. happening. Honesty again. Honesty again. And like, you realize that you will, you will connect with people
0: over honesty.
1: Over honesty. Like nobody." F- Fuck anybody who thinks they go through life without fuck em.
0: So many people focus on, like, a highlight reel for social yeah. media. And, I mean, like, obviously, I'm not, <laughs> like, habitually posting sad stuff on our business Facebook page. But a, but a I, lot of our socials, like, in the stories and stuff, like, a lot of our socials is just very real.
1: Right. You just made one yesterday. No, not yesterday. Day before when my loader wouldn't start because fuck me.
0: Yeah. I'm like, this is dog shit.
1: And you know, like, but everybody's like, they can. You, how many consumers can relate to my fucking car wouldn't start? My dog ate my homework. My kid shit on the floor. You yeah, know, like, is
0: that more relatable or the girl that's like, my life is perfect? Right. Like nobody wants fuck to see a bunch that. of that. Everybody like
1: everybody knows, and also everybody knows that farming is just a bunch of fuck ups for like forty years of your life, and then you die. You people relate to it, and the mm. consumer. To a beef respecter, to a small, you know, we're we're talking to, you know, blue collar, small business workers, whatever, like, relate to your customer. Your customer's life is a fucking mess right now. And I'm not going to speak to politics. Joe Biden's a fucking asshole. What I'm going to speak to is that this economy is tough. You know, how many people are making more money than they've ever made and had less money than they ever had? Most of them. Most of them. And and so relate to that and relate to the struggles and the hardships. I just think that as a brand and as a human, you will get more flies with shit. This is the only (laughs) time this doesn't work. You will get more people... Being rel- related to their life,
0: right? Being know. honest, than by trying to sugarcoat everything, right? We yeah. don't
1: sugarcoat anything. No. It's fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Back to the promoting your brand. So, in people want to belong, they want a, a community to feel like they are a Some part people of. People say you
1: can't believe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have a Bondzlat team.
0: <laughs> but truly. Yeah. You know, they want to belong. If you, hopefully, this podcast, you know, we want our audience to feel like our friends. Ooh, tell
1: them about that thing we've been thinking about doing.
0: So, we're going to insert a new segment in the podcast called the Dickhead Daily segment. And we're going to take listener submissions where you can basically give us a little blurb of you venting on a dog shit experience you've had. Farming, family, business, whatever. And we will, without your name, of course.
1: Or it can be with your name. Yeah,
0: whatever. We'll give you a shout out if that's what you're after. We're going to read your story like, hey, like this is what happened. My family did this and Mm -hmm. I'm like cast out like this and whatever. And we'll read that little blurb so that all of our other listeners can realize and really feel that they're not alone in their struggles. Contrary to the share the wealth mantra... Uh, we're going to share the misery here, <laughs> and, you know, that's going to be a new segment we add, so feel free to send us something. To wrap up the promotion part, merch is free advertising, so somebody wears it to the grocery store, and the cashier's like, oh, what's that? We've and then, given
1: away, like,
0: a... Oh, my God, we gave we away merch. We, like gave we gave away, away that like. cooler. Yeah.
1: William, if you're listening, that boy has sold more beef for us. Yeah. And it's just because, like, he relates. He's a small business owner. Yep. And he struggles with idiotisms, dumb people, bad yeah. customers, which I feel like we really haven't had any bad customers. We had one guy, his was Dick, <laughs> who didn't pick up his beef and like shanked us.
0: Yeah, that sucked.
1: Um, but I mean, I feel like we no, haven't really Otherwise, had... I have
0: no real complaints. No, no, it's been quality. Okay. So um, the last thing I have here is that brand recognition is so valuable because it opens the door. And it provides you leads. So, backside of that is that if your customer service and your quality is not up to par, you're going to end up wasting those leads because people aren't going to come back. But the brand recognition will get you opportunities for your business just based cuckoo. on the brand. Oh, there's a cuckoo bird coming. Hi, you. Cuckoo! Hi. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say your part? No. Okay, then Yeah, shoot. say it. No.
1: Cuckoo! I just want to say this too is that one of the biggest things we did is open this thing to the public not only on a social media level but on a personal level like we
0: we've opened. given tours and stuff we've had tours sp- you forget schools. that we
1: did we did uh, oh, we
0: did our county's largest agri tourism. We lose a
1: twenty five hundred people toured this farm. Yeah, in it's eight our county's
0: hours. largest agritourism event, and they do one a year at like a host farm, and we hosted that one year.
1: And we might do it again,
0: right? Um We have schools and classrooms and homeschool kids Constantly. and just endless amounts of
1: people. Are like, well, I don't, I don't have time for that. I, I have to, I have to farm. Like for me, it's like. If we have 30 kids here and one of them children go home and say, hey, we went to Yankee Beef. And the mom's like, man, I really want to buy a quarter of beef for the dad. And then the dad buys a quarter of beef. And because it's Yankee Beef, it's fucking excellent. And then he's grilling. And then his buddy smells this beautiful steak or they have their friends over. And then all at once, he buys a half. And then all at once, it's cheaper to buy a whole. So then they get two more buddies. And then all at once, them two buddies. And all at once, this fucking thing That's literally how it
0: happens. Literally right that's there. how it happens.
1: Just easy peasy lemon squeezy. That shit has always for us has always paid bills. And like it just happened a couple weekends ago. We went to Wester Chevrolet in Williamsville. Took a couple coolers of beef. We took two cows and we like did this fall fest thing and it was fun. We had a lot of fun. Now this winter a drunk bus is coming to our sugar house.
0: Of Wester employees. Of
1: Wester employees. To see
0: how sir. To is see made. how
1: Sugar's made. sugar and sugar See how sugarin's done. And it's like, I guarantee you they're not walking out of that sugar house without buying a quarter beef each. Guaranteed. Because we're going to drink together. I'm going to kiss hands and shake babies. Oh, my. <laughs> You you all yeah. can do it, and the guys that are on. We had
0: someone request a topic about dealing with customers, and we will make that its own thing at some point, And I'll That's really, be all her yeah, I I'll know. like maybe if he's busy sometime, and I'll just well, I mean, I'll it, sit like, here and be
1: pretty, you know,
0: I'll like really dive into the customer service like side of things and like the way that we handle things like that. The last thing I said, I said that was the last thing, but I lied. This is the last thing consumer perception so there's two Mm. brackets to consumer perception it's their direct experiences and their indirect experiences direct meaning their experiences with you quality and customer service of your product is a direct experience Mm -hmm. indirect experience is things they see on social media what they hear in the gossip and what they hear from the rumor mill those are indirect experiences but news a
1: cooler uh A coat, a sweatshirt.
0: Those are indirect experiences just by bumping into the brand. But the hard truth here is that you're responsible for managing both of those. Mm -hmm. Both the direct and the indirect. Which means... You need to head off gossip and address rumors if that's, like, necessary. Like, oh, I heard a rumor that you guys were selling all your cows. Like, I'm trotting my ass to Facebook and making a post that says, hey, just a reminder, like, we're still here, we still have beef available. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, so-and-so at the coffee shop told me that. Like, no, no, no. Don't, like, stoop to a dramatic level, but... It is your job to manage indirect experiences that people have so if they're hearing something about you, you need to clarify that in some way
1: I feel like we only dealt with the rumor thing for like six or eight months
0: in the beginning it dies away
1: we don't I don't feel like and I mean don't so what I'm saying is like don't ever let that deter you deter you because I feel like we dealt with some. Some bullshit for six or eight months. And then I feel like now it's like, we have such a fucking following. People say dumb shit and other people are like, yeah, that's that's yeah. not true.
0: Okay. So our last segment is the get to know us portion. Dine out alone or go to a movie alone, Dada?
1: Uh, we don't go to movies and I don't like to do anything alone. I like okay. to do anything with you.
0: Okay. But answer the question. Which of those two things would you rather do alone?
1: Well, I guess if I was traveling to get a piece of equipment, I would be already eating alone. But I don't know... Anyone who goes to a movie alone.
0: I couldn't go to a movie alone because I would You'd fall, fall asleep, asleep. And then I would just be there all night. That's a dumb one. Okay, fine. I'll ask you a different one. New clothes or new phone? You get a new phone a new whenever phone you break one. I a couple months. I am
1: ready for one right now.
0: If you were going to buy new clothes, what would you buy?
1: i just go to Walmart and get new pants.
0: Because <laughs> you ripped the crotch out of yours.
1: Well, because I buy $9 pairs of yeah. pants. We finally found a nice jean that fits me. From Ariad, if you wanted to to sponsor us at all or whatever, no big deal if you don't. But if you did, it'd be cool. But I finally found, like, a nice jean that I can wear out that's a good-looking jean. But if you think I'm wearing a $50 pair of jeans... To work in. To work in, you're fucking wrong. Because I might have them twisted up, tore up, and ripped.
0: Covered in grease.
1: And covered in grease.
0: I would dine out alone because I would just sit on my phone the whole time and just eat my food and then go Mm. on about my day. New clothes or new phone? I guess if I wanted a new phone, I would just probably get one. I'm gonna pick new clothes because you can't ever have enough pair of Kimes jeans. Yeah, you can. And no, if you, you
1: keep getting the fucking bell bottom ones, I'm gonna turn them into jorts. I,
0: I only have one yeah, pair of bell bottom ones. i you're
1: ready to go do the Forrest Gump
0: movie with Kimes Ranch if you're out there. I love the Betty. Okay, I hope you found that useful. Don't forget to participate. In our daily dickhead segment, yeah, send us your misery. We'll share it with the world. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review, five stars. Leave us a comment, all that good stuff. What else, Ciara? Some
1: people say you can't. No more bob sled. <laughs> I am a bob sled team.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. This is yeah, air. this is gonna be ready for
1: Thanksgiving. Um, I hope when you hear this, I've also shot two large bucks.
0: What's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal? You're gonna say ham. Leaving. I meant the food.
1: I like to leave and go hunting.
0: I meant the food. Chocolate lush. Oh, chocolate lush. lush. I like stuffing.
1: Good night.